Do you have a project you'd like to take to the next level? Are you feeling creatively blocked and could use a creative coach to help you unleash? Well, then you are in absolute luck, honey buns. On today's episode, you'll hear me coach one of our amazing creative community members live. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative with Lauren LaGrasso. I'm Lauren LaGrasso. I'm an award-winning podcast host and producer, singer-songwriter, public speaker, actor, and creative coach. And this show is meant to give you tools to claim the word creative, take fear out of the driver's seat, and love yourself enough to pursue whatever it is that's on your heart. On the show, we explore the creative process and journey, mental health, identity, self-development, and spirituality. Today, I'm chatting with a listener of the show and a creative community member who has been a part of the community since pretty much day one. Her name is Nicolette. Nicolette is a writer. She's kept a journal pretty much her whole life, and she recently transitioned her journal entries and writing into an Instagram page called at love on her heart. Through the page, she seeks to share her journey and vulnerability in order to help people feel less alone and to encourage them to share their story as well. However, lately, she's been feeling a little blocked. She's gotten stuck on small things that stop so many of us, like how to pair the right images with the words that she wants to share, and things like that. So that's where this coaching session comes in. I want to help her get unblocked. So on today's episode, you'll hear a bit of Nicolette's creative journey, as well as my ideas and advice on how she can get into creative flow, and also how she can grow her page so that her writing can connect with more people. I truly loved our time together. Coaching is actually one of my favorite things in the world. And I hope that by listening to this, you'll get some ideas for your own life and creative journey. Also, if you're ever interested in doing a coaching session with me, please reach out via direct message at Unleash Your Inner Creative or by emailing UnleashYourInnerCreative at gmail.com. It would be my honor to help you unleash and expand. Oh, and before we get into it, one other thing. Nicola is actually staying anonymous on her Instagram page. So very cool. She feels like she can be more open that way and really share her writing. So you'll notice on the pod and even when I'm introducing her now, I'm only referring to her by her first name throughout. So now without further ado, let's get into it. Here's my creative coaching session with Nicolette. Nicolette. I adore you. You are a longtime listener of the show. We, we've become internet friends. We, we tweet at each other. We support each other's work. So grateful for you coming on and for sharing a little bit of your creative journey and doing this coaching session with me. So thank you for being here. I'm like super thrilled that you offered to do this for me. So thank you. I have been like kind of struggling on how I want to present. So super awesome of you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, my honor. I love your work. And I guess the first thing I want to start out with is what is your biggest creative goal right now? And what do you think is your biggest obstacle in attaining that goal? Or do you even not know the goal and you need some direction and like funneling through that? Ultimately, what I decided to do was I wanted to create a story that is hugely based on my own life and things that I've been through or, or things that I've witnessed other people go through and songwriters write songs. I write in a journal and some of it can be very deep and very almost poetic in how Mm -hmm. it comes out. So I just felt like I needed to share that and see if hopefully maybe it'll help people who are, have been in the same position to find hope and reach a place of peace And, you know, kind of creating a space where they can feel safe and seen and heard and not alone. So that's the ultimate goal of me sharing. I I think I just have felt this huge pull to do that at some point in my life. I've written in journals since I was super little. And so just kind of creating an an outlet to put that out there and I don't know, see, see if it makes a difference for anybody. And hopefully if for just one person, it does. And I've done what I set out to do. And I know right now you're doing an Instagram page where you are sharing these stories and pieces of your heart. Is that the main way that it's manifesting right now? So right now, I mean, as far as getting it out to other people, yes, that's basically it. I Once it gets to the point where I've shared enough on Instagram, I'll probably move into 
Twitter and, and everything else to kind of doubly share it, triply share it, you know, whatever on different platforms. But for right now, I just wanted to focus on Instagram and getting it out there on that platform and then kind of letting it go from there. And do you want to like, is the, the main goal of this, if you, if you had to say an outcome, is the main goal of this just to connect with people, to get out your emotions, to share it on some sort of a public platform and that's the end game? Or are you hoping to like collect income from this someday? Or is that like, that'd be great if it happens, but if it doesn't, cool. I just want to express myself. Yeah. I don't think having an income from it is a goal of mine. I obviously if it, if it does, because I'm helping people, I mean, I don't know. Money is not, to me, money is not the driving force by right. any means. So this is literally things coming from my heart and it's very personal to me. And I know when other people read it, it or at least my hope is that it touches their hearts and yeah. inspires them and in some way or another. And so Lord knows, I mean, I would be lying if it didn't turn into something that was greater, writing a book one day yeah, or something like that, where it was obviously at that point would earn money. I mean, I was seeing that for you, honestly, but I do think that coming at it from this pure place, you're already in a really, really good spot because I think the biggest mistake I've made creatively and that I've seen a lot of people make creatively is focusing so much on the end goal that you miss the journey and you miss the actual joy of creating. So the fact that you're actually living in the joy of creating and saying, if that happens, that'd be great. You're already starting from a pretty pure, good place. So there's like a lot less like work to undo with you than some (laughs) of us, I think. So, okay. So tell me like what you're, you're obviously putting out the work, but like, what's the biggest obstacle or blockage that you're coming up against right now? So the biggest obstacle for me is the aesthetic. So the overall presentation of how, like when you initially look at the page, what's going to open, going to get them to actually open and read mm-hmm. the, the longer message that's, that's with it. And so trying to kind of capture them and get them to to open it up more or share it, that's really where I think I struggle the most because I've gone back and forth. Like I was talking to my husband at one point. I was like, it would be really cool if we could do like these cool photos of when we're out and about just nature photos or we see something that looks kind of cool or weird to to take it, I think last summer or I think it was actually earlier this year, we were over in Eastern Oregon and we were driving on the way back. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the shoe trees. No. What are those? So around in our area, we have a few of them just along the highway. People will throw their old shoes into a tree. And it was an awareness thing. And then on our way back from Eastern Oregon, we ran, we came across one that was women's bras in a tree. And so I actually have, we took some pictures of it and we, uh, my husband's looking at me really funny right now. <laughs> Shout out to husband. We, like, that was kind of my thought is that I was like, well, a women's day, because this particular tree is, has got women's bras in it for domestic abuse and abuse, women abuse in general, awareness. And that would be something that I could potentially share to the page with a journal entry for Women's Day. And so just kind of thinking along that line. And of course, I hit kind of a stumbling block in regards to, okay, well, I like, I don't find enough reasons to take pictures like on a daily basis or even weekly that I would want to share to like my writing page that I haven't already shared on my personal page Mm. and having that merge, I didn't want that. And so I got stumbled on that. And so kind of trying to figure out how I would want to do that otherwise, where there wasn't necessarily the pressure of coming up with new material for a photo. I wanted to focus on the words that were being shared, but 
have it be aesthetically pleasing and inviting to people who would come to read it. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. And a long-winded response to your question. It wasn't long-winded. No, that was all good information. I mean, I already have some ideas. Usually when I'm coaching people, I ask them to tell me their story because I can find nuggets on what their answers are from what they choose to share with me. I know that's a huge-ass question, but <laughs> but would you be willing to share some of your story or as much as you feel comfortable with sharing of your kind of journey as a person and as a creative because I think that that could also give us some indications as to where you take this page next. Yeah. So I think the poetic nature and the writing nature has always been kind of something that has come natural to me. I grew up with a grandmother and a great grandmother that were very strong willed and very good with words and had a song for everything. So kind of having that innate ability of my use of words and having it come across as somewhat poetic in here and there. It's kind of where that side of it comes from is like, I take that as a trait that I inherited from them. When it comes to the material in which I write about, a lot of it is growing up the only girl and the youngest of two boys and parents divorce and kind of remarriages and being the peacemaker of the family where I was, I tended to kind of stand in the middle and try to make peace with my brothers when they were fighting and working really hard at everything that I ever did and kind of having this feeling of hope. And this feeling of, okay, if I'm, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, if I'm, if I'm making all the right choices for myself, this is going to all work out. And inevitably you still end up with situations as a young girl where you get taken advantage of, or you get into a situation where your boyfriend cheats on you or, and it's devastating Mm -hmm. or creating a situation where you feel like you've poured your heart out and someone just like stomped on it. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I've had that situation on a number of occasions and just kind of at the same time, I also feel like I've been spared a lot of heartache and a lot of pain because of me being in the right, you know, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, but also with the right people, I guess, being in a situation where like, I was at a party and I had drinking too much and I fell asleep and someone was groping at me and I didn't even like for, I didn't even like fully realize it or could react to it. I knew it was going on, but it took another couple of good people that were there that like settled down the situation and kind of saved me from what could potentially have been way worse. And Gosh. I find myself way fortunate but still realizing this was the scary situation that I was in and how I could, I could easily be in a situation where I can, it could have gone the other way. And so I find myself in that a lot in that space, a lot where Mm -hmm. I was right there on the edge, but something or someone was there to kind of protect me or pull me, pull me away from harm. And so having that, be able to relate to someone and the feelings that they have in those moments. And even if it was close and it almost happened and didn't happen, the shame and the, all of those things are still there. And so kind of trying to play in that space where I can try to meet them where they are, wherever they're at when they're reading and, you know, let them know, like there's people out there that get it and you're not alone and there's other times that I wasn't, that I I could say I'm, I'm not as fortunate, but you can't change the past. You can't change what happened to you. You can't change things. You can only try to work yourself through the feelings and work yourself through the hurt and create a space where you can feel safe and feel at peace and having every bit of therapy that you need yes whatever 
avenue that is because there's so many different things that I've I have done to give myself therapy to fill a need. I think that's that's probably the the best distinction that I can give you in regards to where these journal entries are coming from. Some of them are just going to be from when I was a little girl and I was, I had a crush on a boy who didn't like me back. Like, I mean, come on, we need to hear those stories too, though. I had, so my whole life was unrequited love up until a certain point. So everybody relates to that. Right. But I love this. Now, one thing I do usually have people do is create a thesis statement for their creative project, which I guess a lot of people would call like your mission statement. But I like going back to like the high school paper thesis statement because I feel like that's more all-encompassing. If you had to at this point throw a thesis statement or come up with a thesis statement for your your page or your writing in general, what would it be? Like what do you want people to feel when they come to your page? So when I when I first started the page, I actually thought about that exact thing because I knew right there in the subject line of even right down to what you choose your name to be for the page. And so that is, I would say what I have on there is pretty dang close to what my thesis statement is. And, and that is love written on her heart. And that I address every journal the same way, dear, whatever feeling or dear, whatever person or individual or, you know, whatever. And it's finishes with, with love written on my heart mm. and in the the subject of my page i have speaking to individuals i think i said tattered hearts at one point shattered hearts and recognizing that you're not alone recognizing that you deserve to be seen you deserve to be heard you deserve to be loved so that those are the basis of every mm-hmm. single message that I put out. Every journal entry that I put out is that's at the very, very core of it is I'm not just addressing a piece of myself. I know that there's other people out there that I'm addressing to mm-hmm. and they're torn and they're, sh- they're broken and they're shredded to pieces in some occasions or they're trying to get through their own, why am I like this or who am I? And I think that's the basis of it. So I guess when you say thesis statement, it would be acknowledging every individual for who they are at their core and just letting them have a space and safety and feel loved and feel seen. That's the ultimate thesis goal. I love that. I mean, the thing I wrote down when you were talking was to find a community to help people find meaning in their suffering. Because that's to me a lot of what you're talking about. It's like, we're not going to not suffer, but we can find the meaning in it. And to find peace within your own self. Because I think one other thing you mentioned was like, you felt like you had to be the peacemaker for everybody else. But it seems like through this writing, you found a way to peace within yourself. So helping people do that through sharing your writing and to feel loved and seen when they come to the page. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, there's something very therapeutic in having one of my very first meetings with a counselor or therapist, the invitation of write yourself a letter. So maybe Mm. that's where this whole thing comes from, like kind of stumbling across and kind of merging this together is he invited me to write a letter to myself immediately one for five years from now, one for 10 years from now. And I took off running with it. (laughs) So like, it was one of those things. It's like, Oh my gosh, you're asking me to write. And it was one of those moments of not recognizing, like, I think he, I think in every matter of, therapy that I have done, any therapist or counselor that I've spoken with, majority of them, you have the tools within yourself to do a lot of the work. There is definitely times where you need additional 
help medications or, or whatnot, but there's, I think for the most part, there's been a lot of times where I've been told you've got everything, you have all the tools. So if it's something that you feel comfortable doing to write a letter to yourself, and I think you'll find you answer a lot of your own questions when you do that. Can and I make a suggestion like, real quick? Cause I don't want to lose this. Yeah. I love this idea. What if at the top of each post you do, you write prompt dot, dot, whatever the prompt was for you to write this thing. So write a letter to yourself right now. And then it's a letter you wrote to yourself. And then there's a call to action at the bottom of how the community can do that too. Like, I think that's like an awesome idea. So I like the idea of like getting people involved because Mm -hmm. I I even like thinking about calling this like a self-therapy page, because what you're really doing is therapy on yourself through writing, through seeing yourself, through self-reflection. Right. But yeah, I like that idea. Like, and you could do it not just with these like five now, five years from now, 10 years from now letters, but also with all the prompts you do. Like it could become, if this is something that's interesting to you, an interactive page. And through that, that builds community really fast because people are getting involved. Yeah. That sounds like an amazing idea, actually. So you're thinking like, instead of sharing like a photo, it would be the call to action in words. It could still be a photo. Like it could still be like, maybe you take a photo and then put like the most striking line from your entry on the photo. Cause I, I saw some oh. of them that you did. So just for anyone who isn't familiar with the page, you've done some where it's just a photo and then the words in the comments, but some of them you've had words on the photos. I mm-hmm. think that's really powerful because that's really shareable. Like people right. will share that because if it's like a super profound quote, when you're like, I was told to write a letter to myself in five years. Here's the first thing I said. You know, something right. like that can be really powerful and, and a powerful prompt and something that people share in over and over and over again, which is what would help get your page out to more people who need it. And then in the body, I would say prompt, write a letter to yourself in five years, then what the letter is. And then the call to action at the bottom is why don't like – so tell me what yours is. Like, go ahead and write a letter, post it. If you share it I'll, and I see it and you tag me, I'll reshare. Like yeah. anything where you can give a call to action for the people builds community more quickly and also helps them understand what you're doing through the lens of their own experience. Yeah. Well, and I think one person only has so much material. Uh, there's certainly going to be times. I Honestly, my page right now, like I, I totally stalled on adding anything new for a while. And so there's like right now it's, it's so new and I have journals upon journals, obviously to pull from. So once I get back into actually posting on Instagram, the material is already there. Mm-hmm. Like the writing is already there, but eventually there's going to be some stuff that comes up that either I don't have the capacity to write it myself because I didn't go through whatever it was, or perhaps I, I've run out of material. like I've hit a block for myself. But it could be cool Um, to share somebody else's like too. You share your own letter. You you share the prompt of what you did and how you ended up writing this letter to yourself. And then you share the letter that you wrote and then you tell them the call to action. Someone, let's say I write a letter and I tag you. You can share that on your page too. Now that's extra content, getting even more people involved. So I think it's a win-win no matter what. Absolutely. I think that's an amazing, I had not... thought about that at all. So already, this is amazing. Yay. Okay. I have a (laughs) bunch of other ideas too. So you talked about like feeling like you don't get the aesthetic or you get the aesthetic, but it's hard to curate a ton of pictures that you feel like represent what you want to post and the stories you're telling. Yeah. I had a few ideas. I mean, I know that you're leery to share photos of yourself or to like put yourself at the forefront of the page. I do think that doing Instagram reels right now, I'm sure you've heard that Mm -hmm. they're prioritizing that above everything else. So if you would ever feel comfortable with getting your face involved in it or telling the story like through your mouth, in addition to what you're writing, that can be a really good way to grow because Instagram's prioritizing that it's, I know one of the few ways that pages can grow these days. So it would reach more people doing that. I mean, if you don't feel comfortable with putting yourself, another option is like reaching out to your followers and being like, would you read this story? 
on reels. Maybe you yeah, have somebody like there's actually in the Unleashed community, we have a ton of actors. Like right? we could reach out to some of the actors and be like, would you be willing to read this story for her page? It's like a story of her own life. You could do it as a monologue. We're going to post it as a reel. Let us know. There's ways if to. Any, if any actor or actress were to approach me and be like, hey, I really want to read this story. Yeah. Real, I would probably cry. I would totally do one for you. You know what I mean? I I know some other people in our community who would probably be super interested to do it as a monologue. It's a cool opportunity for them to get some exposure too. And then you're cross promoting each other and helping each other make your dreams come true, which is beautiful. I love that Um, idea. And then the other thing I was thinking is like, we don't need to re. I mean, that, that idea of the bras is so cool. And anytime you see a striking image like that, that's amazing. Like it's great to have your own images that, paint a picture of your own story but do mm-hmm. you know canva at all no have you heard of canva i think so canva is that the one where they will like create an image for you yeah basically there's or... tons of like stock images that you just pay a monthly subscription or a yearly subscription to this website and you mm-hmm. can create whatever images quotes like I make all of the things for the podcast on there pretty much. Not the videos, obviously. That comes from Zoom. But uh, like all the pink posts that I make and all the quotes, those are all made on Canva. And you can get basically like any picture, any image you want. And it's a really great resource because let's say you have I, – I saw a cute post you had done. I mean it was – Heart-wrenching, but also cute because it was talking about you as a little kid, talking about your memories from childhood. So you could type in childhood into Canva and all these different images evoking childhood will come up. You put that down, you write a little quote over it, bam, you're not having to like reinvent the wheel by going out and like taking these epic pictures in nature. And it's something that you have the rights to where you're not going to be worrying, oh my God, is someone suing me because I pulled this off of Google? Right. Yeah. I think I, I do. I struggle with that. Cause I was like, I, I want it to be original and inviting and I want it to definitely tie into obviously what I, what the words are. So I have thought about doing stock photos on occasion. I think that would be kind of one of those things where last was, I think I'd rather put like a blank canvas with just words on it than okay. to do stock photos. Just me personally, I think stock photos obviously do amazing things for a lot of people. And so I don't want to say anything negative about using them. Just for me personally, I, I was like, eh, I don't really want to, I don't know that I want to go that way. Totally fair. I mean, the cool thing is with Canva, you could just do writing as well. There's tons of apps for that. Another person's profile I'd love for you to look at is Sophia Jones Short. I had her on the show like maybe two years ago. I'm okay. not sure if you're aware of her, but she does these amazing things. And she just wrote a book based on like all of the little things she does on Instagram. So it definitely can happen. But she does these amazing images where she'll like take beads and write words out with them and then take a picture of that or like uh, cut out cookies and then like write out like a little sentence. I'm going to pull it up so that you can see it. Hold on. Yeah. Screen share with you. Don't ask me why I did not prepare myself to write notes. I should have. Oh, it's so, I mean, you probably didn't because you're going to get a recording of this. <laughs> I want to show you this because I want to show you like how inventive you can be and how it doesn't actually have to be complicated. So Sophia.joan.short. And I did a whole episode with her. She's super interesting. But she literally will like take what dry erase marker and write on walls, write on windows. Like good things will happen to you. Keep showing up until they do. Like just I I love pages like that. Yep. And I think yours could be like this. You can do your own rendition of it. I mean like so for people who are just listening right now, I'm pulling it up and showing her, but there's like she wrote out in beads on like a little piece of paper where there looks like there's like a watercolor rainbow. Maybe this time was about learning next time can be about the result. And then, so I think you can do something like this where you're giving a great quote that's super shareable because that's how her page has grown is people are constantly sharing her little quotes. But then in the comment section, you do your full write-up. Right. Yeah. No, I love that idea. And her pages, I mean, she once in a while will post a photo of herself, but it's by and large, it's anonymous. I mean, it's obviously her name. She's even write, written with noodles. 
Oh my gosh, that's yeah. cute. So she took stickers and put it on her leg. The relationship you have with yourself affects all the others. Absolutely love that. Yeah. So I think something like this, she's written on a candle. She she one that blew up was she wrote on an airplane window and everyone's like, How could you? And she's like, It was a dry erase marker and I erased it. <laughs> but yeah, I think something like that could be a really cute idea because it's super like it's still authentic. It's original. It's shareable. You're going to be able to put your own creative spin on it. Right. And you can still stay anonymous if you want. And then it's like really great little moments that you then use to amplify the bigger, longer, emotional, heartfelt piece that you're going to write in the comments. Yeah, I love that. So one other thing I want you to look into is Pinterest. I know it sounds weird because I thought oh Pinterest gosh, was like from Pinterest. Would you say? <laughs> I have I have like a lot going on on Pinterest. Oh my god, sure. well amazing. Apparently okay. Pinterest is a great place to grow right now. I had no idea. A friend of mine that I might start working with to like help grow the podcast has been using it to grow her personal podcast and has seen listenership go through the roof by posting quotes that came from the show. And so I think you could do a similar thing with your page where you use Pinterest to push people back to your Instagram page to to read the writing. And what you do is take these little quotes because she showed me the page. It's just quotes she's posted from the show. So you take these quotes and link them back to your Instagram page. And that will increase traffic. Yeah. Apparently, Pinterest is like super popular with Gen Z, which I'm like, I'm shocked by. I thought it was like a Gen X and millennial thing. But yeah, I originally was like, Pinterest is where I would like it fashion inspiration or food inspiration for, yeah. like, what for dinner. And But you can create your own page for your your Instagram, same handle, and it pushes back to your Instagram page. So that yeah, would be a thing I have, to do. I have uh, found a lot of inspiration for just my feelings, like in journaling, like things, journal prompts and things like that. I've, I've done Pinterest boards for my own inspiration, but I never even thought to create one where I was actually the creator. Like you're the creator. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So you already have a leg up because you understand Pinterest. I don't get it at all. So use your Pinterest knowledge to create a page that highlights your quotes that brings people to your longer form writing. I think too, so you said you use it sometimes for journal prompts. It's funny because I think you should start giving people journal prompts because my lifelong struggle is I want to remember every single thing that's ever happened to me. And every time I go to write it down, I get bored out of my mind. So (laughs) I think it would be really cool if you did some posts for people, since this is kind of like a self-healing or a self-therapy page, you did some posts or writing sessions for people on how to journal, like give people some prompts. Obviously you're going to be doing that with these posts, like, you know, saying what the prompt is and like the call to action, but like, how how do you keep journaling? Like when, when you're bored of writing, like things like that can be really helpful because I have to kind of like trick myself into thinking journaling is fun. And then once (laughs) I get into it, I'm like, Oh, this is great. Why don't I do it all the time? Right. But I feel like I saw when you were talking, I saw you writing a journal. (laughs) I actually, as you were talking, I I work with Glennon Doyle. I produce her podcast and Mm -hmm. I was thinking about her and she just put out this journal. But I was also thinking about her with your story because that's how she got her start. She wasn't like, I will be a New York Times bestselling author. She was like, I have to get this out. And I think that I, re- I, I relate your two stories so much. And she just put out this amazing journal for Untamed. I see you doing something like that. I don't know if you wait until after you put out your main book, because I see you putting out a book too. But I see you putting out a journal that gives people prompts and helps them become journalers. So keep that in your I mind. I love that. Yeah. I think some of the most amazing people that I, like I've been inspired by, I think anytime anybody asks me, like, if you could meet any famous person and like sit down and talk to them, like, who would it be? And as cliche as it sounds, I say Oprah so much just because she, I think of her as like in the same realm of like my grandma, who like you could sit down and just talk with her about anything, like whatever. And the questions that she asks and how people ask those questions, it, it's just like the, 
your therapist or your counselor ask questions, they're always open-ended. They're always looking for a, a longer window, a broader answer rather than just like a yes or a no or, or things like that. And so creating a space where I'm able to prompt that out of other people to discover or to explore their own hearts and what's going on in their own heads is something that has always kind of spoken to me. And I love how she's been able to do that. So if I ever get to that point, it would be very surreal for me, I think. Yeah. I want you to be the Oprah of journals. (laughs) 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 But what I'm seeing in my head is like this little image where it's a journal and you're giving like what I don't know. I'm seeing like a white image with a little journal on it and like red writing, and it's giving people one, two, three prompts, like quick, something yeah. quick and easy to do. And this could be something you put on Pinterest. This could be something you put on Instagram. I see you doing that, and that's how it starts. But I can see you actually creating your own journal that people will. It's like a prompt journal that people will write in. Yeah. That said, it's I- me up as you're like as you're saying this and and talking about like the bullet points, the one, two, three. Yeah. So I had a, I had a boss at one point because obviously me having that innate writing, it's part of my job, my regular nine to five job. Every communication I have with a customer, we have to write what our conversation was about and like put in the notes for the client. And so every client has a file that we have to write in every time we have a conversation or an interaction with them. And mine have typically been fairly long winded. (laughs) So I actually had a boss years ago, say bullet points, Nicole, like you don't have to say every little detail of the conversation, just give me the bullet points. And so it's really funny for me to have to break my own stuff down and say, okay, here's the bullet points. This is what I want you guys to to think about for yourselves. And here's kind of the journey that I would love to take with you. I think that's, yeah, I love that idea. I think Yay. that's great. I love it too. And I actually feel like I really need it. So that would be helpful for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, like I, I could see you being like the shepherd or like the – the ambassador to journaling for non-journalers like for people who've always wanted to journal because I hear so many people say I wish I could journal it's just it's never been something I've been good at like how can we shepherd the the non-journalers who want to be journalers into the journaling world nice okay thoughts for the non-journalers I'm also seeing a book where you compile all these things and I don't know what the different sections would be. Maybe you do it by chronological age. Maybe it's by like events in your life. Maybe it's by emotions. I could see that being a thing. Like the first time you experienced loss, like how you healed your heart, like how how you met your husband and knew that he was the one, like that kind of right. stuff. Like there's so many different little like life events, emotions that you could create. But I do see this eventually going into a book. So not to say that you have to be thinking about that right now, but I do think at some point, not just having this live on Instagram, since you're writing the content anyway, repurposing Mm -hmm. it so that it lives on like say Medium, which I know is a place where people can go and write things. There's something called Substack, which is a place where people pay for a subscription and they get newsletters. Like you could send out a weekly newsletter with your emotional share of the week and a prompt for people to write about of the week yeah. on Substack. You could do it on your own website, which is always smart because Instagram, as we all know, can be taken down at any time because it's its own entity. But if you own the website, no one can ever take that away from you. So that's always just a smart thing to have. Plus it helps with SEO. I know that's not the main concern, but just making sure that your writing is protected and backed up is really important. Yeah. So I would also, as you're going about this, I know it's you got to prioritize and pick which one sounds like the most fun to you and the easiest and then tick things off and go from there. But I would really mm-hmm. recommend having a place where this longer form content can also live. No, that's a really good idea because I think there's people who, when they're writing a story or they're writing a book and they consider visualizing it like a movie reel. Mm-hmm. And if I were 
to consider how my movie reel would look. It would have a lot of moments of me dreaming and like having a dream about the past or even having a dream about a hope of a future Mm. or a fear of the future. And like, I feel like my movie or my book that ultimately gets written would be like that. It would be a girl at different moments in her life. And maybe she's going through a particularly rough time as like the main story that she's trying to get through. But as she's going through it, there's these dreams that keep kind of pulling her back or creating a situation where she is either hopeful or fearful of something happening in the future. Cause we all have our anxieties and our crazy nightmares and everything else. And I've always been a very vivid dreamer. And so I think that would tie in really, really well with how I would do that. And some of my journal prompts have actually, they are me dissecting dreams. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think, because that is a thing I'm also thinking of, like, how far are you going to take this in that anonymity like are we going to create a pen name is or are you going to be comfortable with like let's say you end up getting a book deal like would you be comfortable with putting your name on that like how would you do that in a way that you feel comfortable with or is there a a way to write these stories where the identity of the people you're writing about is somewhat protected time for diet coke break Yes, yes, yes. Da 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 da. <laughs> I really need it up. Love what you love. Diet Coke. Get runway ready. A chance to win the ultimate shopping experience plus hundreds of prizes curated by Kate Moss. Promo packs in store 18 plus T's and C's. Visit coke.co.uk slash break. I think in regards to writing a book that is so incredibly personal, there would definitely be pseudonyms involved. Mm-hmm. I, I could never see myself using actual names or actual places. Yeah. They That's would just all smart. You don't want to get sued anyway. Right. <laughs> and then in the in the realm of like me as, as an author stating this is who I am, I don't know. I think I'm still kind of in the process a little bit. And some of the, like I said, I I think I told you this before. I was like, I, I'm clearly no Taylor Swift. I don't foresee myself getting to the point where I have a lot of fans that are doing their own sleuthing on who my songs or my writings are about. But there's always that possibility. I think you have to be smart when you're starting something like this to think about the possibility that there could be some weirdo out there that decides to attach themselves to you and right. defend you in a way that could actually hurt someone else not acknowledging where they are on their journey and whether or not they've healed from it or changed or anything else. And so I think a lot of times for me is the recognition that particularly the people, some of the people that I've talked about in my writing, they have changed. Some of these, you know, it's been 15, 20 years. And so I think that that is something that I would have to definitely consider is a fake name. I love my name though. So it is I- such a good name. You got alliteration going. <laughs> Obviously, I love it because I'm Lauren Lagrasso. Um, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I think that's just something I want you to think about as you go along. You don't have to have the answer to that now, but as you're building, like I talk about things that happened to me in the past all the time. I've written a lot mm-hmm. of songs about ex-boyfriends. I've talked about this kind of stuff on the show, but I don't ever say like my ex-boyfriend blank blank you know what I mean right so yeah I feel like you have every right to share your story and I love Taylor Swift love her but she's not exactly stopping people from going and harassing those those people yeah. like if you say hey this is my story I'm sharing my side of it there's two sides to every story also this person has grown please leave them alone. And that's like your MO from the beginning. I think people are generally respectful of it. And I do think fans take on the personality or like, no, not the personality. They take on the leadership of the person who is talking with them. Like, honestly, I feel like 
our community for the show would never do that because they're generally compassionate, open-hearted people that know that people are complex. And so I feel like you're going to cultivate a similar community with what you're doing. And as long as you show leadership, you're not calling people out by their actual names and like you're leading with compassion because you will. I don't think that will be as much of a, an issue, but I just think stay open about that. And like, as you're writing, just keep pondering like what it could potentially look like. Cause I can see you doing all these things. It's just a matter of what name you want to do it under and like, right. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. As of right now, love on her heart, love written on her heart. That's really ultimately the recognition mm-hmm. name that mm-hmm. I'm putting out there. So hopefully as things kind of progress and grow, if that mutates into something a little bit different but that's where I'm starting from right so we'll see we'll see where it goes from there like I said depending on kind of how everything gets received could potentially be a huge factor in regards to how much of my name and my anonymity goes mm-hmm. or comes um yeah. with it so we'll we'll just kind of see I don't know and go, going back to the aesthetic quickly, there was one other thing I wrote down that I think is helpful. And I said, like, don't the thing I wrote was don't underestimate the power of small epic moments. Like mm-hmm. I was even thinking, I'm sure you have some sort of writing about a dinner scene like in your own life. Right. Even a picture of a fork and a knife on a plate could be with something written at the top, like a quote written at the top could be such a powerful image, depending on what the story is. So keeping you know, that in mind. I think so kind of a funny thing is just random things that you run into it, even just honing in on a leaf when you're out on a walk or, you know, something like that. I always thought that those posts that people that other pages have written on and share images to, those are the ones that I gravitate to. Like I love the visual that goes along with it. And so trying to create something like that for myself, allowing it to be simple. And I think, yeah, there's times where I think my anxiety gets the best of me and I'm like trying to make it so much more complex than it needs to be. So you definitely hit the nail on the head in regards to that. Cause I definitely do. I, my husband tells me this all the time that I make things too complicated. Uh (laughs) Oh, we all do. I mean, listen, when it's our work, it's like, there's so much it is complicated it's our heart it is love on our heart it's a piece of your heart you're sharing with the world it's not exactly simple but also there's a way to do it that doesn't make you feel super stressed out the one other thing I was thinking was if we're not going to show your face it could be really powerful and especially going with the whole reels thing could be really Mm -hmm. powerful to have something simple like maybe you take a a short video that you loop of a water, like a babbling brook or a a lake or a river or something like that. And Mm -hmm. then you read out loud your story and transcribe it because you can do that on Instagram Reels. You just press press captions and transcribe Mm -hmm. it while you're seeing the water go. And that also could be something that helps the page grow and is super shareable. You don't have to share your face, but you're still sharing your voice. So people are feeling connected to you. I like that. Captions with the image. Mm-hmm. So I know I've given you a million potential things, <laughs> but my call to action for you is just in the next, how about in the next two, two to three weeks, pick one of the things on the list of potentials and do it and see how it feels and see how people react. Yeah. So here's the other thing. So the fact that I only had like so many things shared on my current page was me waiting. I was like sitting here going, I want it to be, I wanted to change the aesthetic. aesthetic. Like one of the, my, not my last one, but maybe the second to the last that I shared. I was like, I don't really like the direction that these images are going. And I think I'm going to repost So it'd be like the same journal entry, but a different image that gets posted. And so I just like paused the whole thing and was like, okay, I'm going to try to figure out how I want to do this first. And then I will repost these plus I'll post a bunch of others that I've been sitting on. And so I think I've definitely reached the point and, and having you approach me with this coaching. And again, I'm super grateful 
it, like the timing of it, I think is absolutely perfect and right because what it's amazing what fate does. It is. It's like, I've been asking for, I was like, mm. gosh, I just need, I need someone to like, look at this and tell me like what they see and to have, to have it be you is incredibly awesome because I feel like you and I kind of approach things somewhat the same way. Yeah, we do. So kind of having that like mind to look at it and be like, oh, you could totally do this and having your support in it is awesome. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Well, it's my honor. And honestly, as you know, I believe in you and I think you're amazing and I love the writing and I think you've got something really special and it's just a matter of honing it. And really the biggest thing, Nicolette, that I found is like, we need to do what feels good and what's fun. Like even when it's hard, what, what feels good and what's fun because yeah. when it starts to feel like treachery or like, Oh God, I have to post. Then it's like, what's the point? You know, we're supposed to be getting creative to like help heal or get in touch with our inner child, not torture it more. Right? So- yeah. I, I was like, I don't want to stress about this. I don't want it to be a situation where I'm trying to find images all the time. And yeah. Stressing about the aesthetic of it so much. And so I was like, I think I'm just going to like strip it down and let it be about the words because that's really the focus of it. I love the ideas of the monologues and the reels and the, the captions and every once in a while allowing myself to put an image out there because of me being inspired to do so and not necessarily me saying, well, I'm really inspired to do this writing, but I can't put it out here until I have an image to go with it. And that's the thing about it. And so, yeah, just trying to keep it simple for the most part and allow my creativity to kind of guide that. And so having, having your ideas and kind of opening up the, the mind a little bit more in regards to what directions you can go with that is huge. Yay. Well, keep us updated. I would also love if if it resonates with you by the new year to see you do that longer form thing, either on like um, Medium or your own website or Substack, because I think it would just be a great way to like complement the content on there and to have a place where it lives just for you. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks to my guest, Nicolette. For more info on Nicolette, follow her writing page at Love on Her Heart. Thanks to Phil Svitek for editing the episode. Follow him at Phil Svitek. Thank you so much to Unleash producer Emily Shulmanovich. You can follow her at We Can't Find Emily. Thanks to Liz Full for the show's theme music. Follow her at Liz Full. And again, thank you. If you like what you heard today, remember to rate, review, and follow Unleash on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. Share the show with a friend and post about it on social media. Tag me at Lauren LaGrasso and at Unleash Your Inner Creative, and I will repost to share my gratitude. Also tag Nicolette at Love on Her Heart, and she'll share too. My wish for you this week is that you take time to see the talent, greatness, and potential in yourself and others. Never pass by an opportunity to see someone, and honestly, to see yourself. I love you, and I believe in you. I'll talk with you next week.